This is Parents' Rights Now. The answer is you. Train. Speak. Change. Parents and allies standing together. Millions of voices speaking as one. Stop messing with our kids. It ends here. Hey guys, today is Thursday. It is June 1st. And today is the first day of Pride Month. LGBTQAI plus Pride Month. What is the purpose of Pride Month? To say you're proud? Oh no, it's way more than that, guys. You and I both know that. Do they need to be marching the streets? Do they need to be plastering their flag everywhere in every nook and cranny of the K-12 public school buildings? Do they need to be declaring every other day of the week, month, and year is coming out day or transgender awareness day or you name it, whatever, in under the sun day? What's going on here is getting to be very, very contentious. So how do we address it? What do we say? How do we respond? Well, there are some ways that we shouldn't be responding, and that is by using violence. But I want to share a story with you that was released in Portland, Oregon, Southeast Portland, about a grade school, Addison Grade School. That's in the heart of liberalism. So here's this story. It was written on May 18th of this year and appeared in the Willamette Week. Atkinson Elementary School in Southeast Portland canceled a Pride Festival scheduled for Friday after several conservative social media sites circulated word of the event, sparking administrative concerns about protesters. So, but other groups posted the information that the school produced promoting this pride event. Now we're talking about an elementary school, kindergarten, which is age five through fifth grade. So that would be around age 10, 10 or 11. These are very young children. Do you think they know what their sexual orientation is other than, you know, dropping their pants and taking a look? No, they don't know. They're looking at their mom and thinking, well, either I'm like her or they look at their dad and say, well, I'm more like him in physical appearance because that's all they know right now. Now, we don't have to do a study. We don't have to do a poll. This is pretty basic, pretty elementary, and it is scientific because every single cell in your body has what's called DNA. And that DNA indicates whether you are male or female. We have two sexes, male or female. So I'm going to read on in this article. I take exception to most of it. Beth Essick, who is the school's interim principal, wrote an email on May 2nd to parents. And she said this, given the fact that the event's guiding purpose has been overshadowed by manufactured controversy, what is manufactured controversy, and anti-queer bias, the event is canceled. 
inaccurate rumors about this event have been shared on social media, leading to, quote, sensationalized media inquiries, unquote, and shameful, hate-infused vitriol aimed at some of the most vulnerable members of our community. Okay, guys. Well, I'd like to pick that apart a little bit. The event's guiding purpose. Well, the guiding purpose is to make these kids feel good, right? Uh, many of them don't even know what they're, what they're doing. They don't understand it. They're way too young to understand the far-reaching implications of their association. For them, it's a costume party. It's a dress-up. It's just like a birthday party or Halloween. They don't know what they're doing. They're not associating as, as homosexual boys or transgender guys or transgender girls or lesbians. They're not able to really analyze that and make a decision for themselves. They're eating popsicles. They're learning how to ride bicycles. They're not into this. So this is adult manipulation of minors. Now, when they talk about manufactured controversy, well, that's wrong because it is not manufactured. It is true controversy that many adults and parents are not happy about this. They're concerned how their children are being drawn into an adult political agenda. That's what it is. It's an adult political agenda. If anybody is anti this agenda, it's because the left, the LGBTQIA, AI plus group is pushing their agenda on other people's minor children. That's it. And they're using the American public school system K through 12 to promote and require other people's minor children not only recognize them, but accept them. That is wrong. The article continues. Parents of Atkinson students sent a letter to Portland Public Schools Administration earlier this week asking what the district's plan was to monitor the possibility that disruptors might still show up on campus despite the event's cancellation. Okay, well, you know, our side does that too, right? We worry about every single time we put on an event for parents' rights and education, we have protesters from their side. They try to slander us. They try to say that we're, that we're haters of people, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, we disagree with them. We disagree with them very much. We want them to stop. We don't think it's appropriate to be teaching other people's minor children about sexuality, not like this. This is not biological information. This is a political agenda. And that's the way we need to talk about it. Children don't vote. Why are you picking on my child? Why are you trying to promote this in my public school? Why are we even talking about it? It's unnecessary. The school's phone line was clogged 
with hateful calls. Okay, I'd like to I'd like to know what each one of those calls was. Uh, probably very concerned calls. Probably people asking, you know, why are you doing this? It's not appropriate. We're talking about a grade school here. Um, um, oh, and by the way, the, the school claims that the event was planned by the children. <laughs> I'm sorry, by the children? What, by a six-year-old? By an eight-year-old? Do you think children even care about this? I mean, would want to organize and plan it? You know that adults are behind it. They have advisors. I mean, the fact that there's even a GSA club, a Gender Sexuality Alliance club in a grade school, it's it's over the top, guys. It's over the top. I'm warning you. If your child is in a school and they have a club like that, I would go to the school office and say, I want to be notified if my child is has anything to do with this club. If this club is holding meetings, if they are going from class to class, as we know, does take place in the public school system in Oregon and other suburbs, actually all over the country. They're going into English classes, into other classes and recruiting students to join their club. And they they purposely um, put pressure on what we call straight kids, in other words, normal kids, to join the club as well. And if they don't, they accuse them of being homophobic. Why would you bother joining a sex club? Okay, most clubs in school should be um, based upon common interests, not their sexual, their sexuality, their, their sexual attractions, etc., that's not an appropriate club in a public school. Okay, the school's phone line was clogged with hateful calls. And on the same day that a local right-wing radio host spread misinformation, okay, here we go, misinformation, on his live talk show, a school window was broken. The open letter reads, well, we don't know who broke that window, so they can't talk about that because maybe somebody on their side broke the window. And they're just claiming it was, you know, it was the opposition. This Friday, we will not be spending the afternoon celebrating with queer and trans kids, allies, families, and community. Instead, we are on edge. Oh, I'm so sorry. We are scared that transphobic and homophobic adult agitators may descend on Atkinson to further intimidate our community. We are so scared. I don't know. I mean, maybe I ought to um, uh, strip and swim the Malamut River and then come out and say, I'm a heterosexual woman. I'm scared that people will hate me. Okay. On Thursday afternoon, the district's chief of schools, John Franco, sent a statement to families about the matter. He said, I am sincerely sorry that tomorrow's event had to be canceled and sincerely dismayed by circumstances leading to that outcome. I want to reassure you of the district's commitment to a safe, typical school day tomorrow. Oh, you know, what crops into my mind is, I wonder what a typical school day looks like. The district work with Portland police to monitor the situation, Franco said, 
and at this time, they are not concerned about possible disruption or violence. So if the Portland police are saying that, why is Franco making these statements? The festival was slated to include a drag story hour. Oh, well, what's wrong with that? Such storybook readings have become increasingly the target of protests and threats across the country. Well, why do you think that is, guys? Because they are reading these books dressed in drag. Why? Because they want to indoctrinate young children. And of course, their parents are being indoctrinated as well. KXL talk show host Lars Larson and the social media accounts of Libs of TikTok posted about the Atkinson event earlier this month. Elementary school counselor of Portland Public Schools is holding a drag show for students in school. Well, that's true. These are counselors that are pushing this. The counselor advertises that the event will feature BIPOC drag queens and be centered around the exploration of gender. Okay, guys, a lot of a lot of parents work. Parents with young children work. Their children are in school. Do they even know that their kids are sitting on the lap of a BIPOC drag queen and being read to? That post drew thousands of comments and retweets by social media accounts that condemned the event and the school counselor who organized it. Okay, this is really significant. It was a school counselor. Okay, we've been talking about this for a long time. You, you know, if you haven't heard about it before, uh, beware the school counselor. These are individuals who are going to be analyzing your child and may come to a decision that your child should be the opposite sex. And they'll be talking to them about that. So this was a school counselor who organized the drag queen story hour. Some commenters urged people to show up and shut the event down. And I can understand why they would do that. Larson tells Willamette Week that Atkinson parents contacted him. And he also stated the parents didn't feel it was age appropriate, he said. By canceling the event, the school has admitted as much. So thank you, Lars. Um, you know, good comment. I mean, basically, so, but the school is doing what we call um, in journalism or media spinning. In other words, they're, they're taking the story and they're, and they're uh, making assumptions about the intent and the meaning of the comments. Um, so, you know, the parents said, you know, my, my kids are too young. Isn't that what I just stated earlier? They don't know what they're doing. This is K through five. And, uh, the school district now is spinning it, making it sound like the other side, the people were so intimidating and so threatening that, that they, they feel for, you know, their fear for their lives almost. Katie Rubick is a parent of trans child in a Riverdale school district. Uh, she is the Portland chapter leader of a group that supports parents of trans kids, this woman, Kate Rubick. And she says that given the wave of anti-trans legislation sweeping the nation, thank God, the school district didn't take the issue seriously enough. I'm reading about this and I'm thinking, Kate Rubick is a parent of a trans child. I'm Okay, who out there thinks it's helpful or healthy 
to encourage an eight-year-old, for example, or a six-year-old or a five-year-old to begin taking hormones to stop them from going through puberty because they do things that the opposite sex does. Now, some of the most valued chefs in the world are men. Well, what does that say, though, about women who are excellent gourmet cooks in their homes? So which sex should be associated with cooking? I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous to define someone. But isn't that what they're saying is that that everybody can be interested? But why then would you take a little boy who who wants to dress up, you know, his sister's Barbie doll, you know, for a month or so? Does that mean that he should become a girl? That's child abuse. Absolute child abuse. And professional counselors who are working for us in the public schools, they're being paid a wage in the public schools, are making those assumptions, are determining whether or not a child should consider changing their sex when they're in grade school. This is child abuse, you guys. It's insanity. And it's got to stop. I, I've lost my place in the article. I'm, I'm like beside myself. I can't, I can't read it anymore. I'm going to refer you um, to a previous article that I wrote about expressions of gay pride or attack on men, women, and children. And in this article, I talked about these drag queen story hours. They're not benign um, events. They're very dangerous because they are they are misleading young children. Drag Queen Story Hour pitches itself as a family-friendly event to promote reading, tolerance, and inclusion. In spaces like this, the organization's website reads, kids are able to see people who defy rigid gender restrictions. Rigid? Rigid gender restrictions. What are the restrictions? And imagine a world where everyone can be their authentic selves. Now, this is from the Drag Queen Story Hour website. Many parents we hear from just don't trust these adult men dancing and exploring sexual themes with their children dressed and made up to look like women. Now, here's the political part of this that we need to know. Although some have no hesitation exposing their children to these folks, drag queens have an agenda. The deconstruction of sex, the reconstruction of child sexuality, and the subversion of middle-class family life. This is not meant to be hateful or lying in any way. And the following articles will prove this is true in the self-appointed queer theorist's own words, representing a 70-year span of history. In 1984, queer theory was born 
with the publication of Gail S. Rubin's essay, Thinking Sex Notes for a Radical Theory of the Politics of Sexuality. Beginning in the late 70s, Rubin, a lesbian writer and activist, immersed herself in the subcultures of leather, bondage, orgies, fisting, and sadomasochism in San Francisco. In Thinking of Sex, her book, Rubin sought to expose the power dynamics that shaped and repressed human sexual experience. Now, this is an adult writing this book, which proves that there is an agenda, and it's not a good one. Stop messing with our kids. It ends here. This is Parents' Rights. Now. Please check your show notes for links. If you agree with us, why not consider making a monthly contribution to Parents' Rights in Education? We are a tax-deductible nonprofit organization and depend on contributors like you who contribute in small amounts every month. This is a crisis. It's a national crisis. Give today. ParentsRightsInEducation.com. Parents' Rights in Education.